Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. A shout out to the Weird Science RTL crew. Uh-uh. And that's the thing. You may not know what the RTL crew is because I just made it up. And you have to figure out what it is. It's a big mystery what crew you're part of. But you are part of the crew, whether you know it or not. I'm popping in here before we start the Manga Monday show, really to give a shout out, RTL crew, uh -uh, and also thanking everybody for listening to all our shows here on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast Network, I'd like to call it, because it's been a good response. People are enjoying The reading clubs, that is awesome. And yeah, thanks a lot, everybody who has listened. Now, next week, we are going to have a scheduled week off. Luke Hollywood is fancy. He is off on holiday, as he calls it, in Leak Slip, Ireland. Now, I think he might be in hiding because of all the sus choices he's had recently for the podcast. That's me, maybe column A, column B, but we will have next week as a scheduled week off but there may be and i'm thinking of doing this i think that i'm going to collect all the episodes of each of the reading clubs combine them in and each day you'll get almost the volume of what we've done up till now so if you haven't listened to any of them yet or you have only listened to one or two it'll be an easy way to boom you could just go and listen to all of the episodes of each of the reading clubs in one fell swoop so i think that's what we'll do and we may do this each six or seven episodes we'll combine them into a volume and that week it'll be a bit of a catch-up people can end up catching up it'll let us get ahead even more because i don't know i don't think luke will be on holiday each time he's fancy though who knows he gets that sony playstation sweater gets the ladies i don't know but again thanks everybody and before we do go into this week's manga monday show we actually have our anime corner jason's anime corner will be going to next he's going to discuss perfect blue and then after that we will go into this week's manga monday show thanks everybody and i hope you enjoy the show hello again manga fans i have a question for you have you ever made a drastic change to your life maybe a change in where you live or an important personal relationship perhaps choosing a new profession Have you made a change so drastic that you feel like you've almost become a different person and you wonder what your previous self would think of the person you are now? If so, you'll find the beginning of director Satoshi Kon's classic anime film from way back in 1997, Perfect Blue, very familiar. The rest of the movie, hopefully somewhat less familiar, but we'll get to that soon. I came to this movie having no idea what I was getting into, just having seen the title pop up on a few of those best anime movies ever lists. Honestly, that's the best way to experience it. So, while I'm going to avoid spoilers, I promise not to be offended if some of you listeners skip the rest of this anime corner just so long as you promise to come back and listen at a later date after you've seen the movie Perfect Blue. I do think it's one of the very best anime I've ever seen. Out of the 168 anime I've so far rated on my anime list, Perfect Blue is only the second I've rated a perfect 10 out of 10. Just don't watch it with your kids, okay? You'll see why. Okay. Those folks gone? Let's continue. Perfect Blue is the story of Mima, a young woman who has seen some modest success as one-third of the pop idol group Cham, but who has decided, possibly under pressure from part of her management team, to leave the music world behind and instead become an actress. We see her get a bit part on a police procedural, the evocatively named Double Bind, that begins to evolve into a larger role. We see the decidedly mixed reactions of her fans to this new Mima, We hear Mima's mother urge her to go back to singing. 
we see the story play out in tabloids and the renewed success of her old band, now performing as a duo. Mima, in public, is committed to her new career, but in private, she's anything but certain. Mira starts making professional decisions that drive her further and further from the clean-cut image of her former idol self. Soon, troubling things begin to happen to and around Mima. She receives a fax, yes, a fax, it's 1990s Japan, calling her a traitor. A letter bomb addressed to Mima is sent to the set and injures one of her managers. Mima learns of a website called Mima's Room, a site that purports to be Mima's own personal web journal. It isn't, of course, she has nothing to do with it, but whoever is writing it knows way more about the real Mima's personal life than anyone should. From this point, events begin occurring faster and faster, blurring, sometimes erasing the lines between reality, fiction, dream, and hallucination. Our perspective as viewer becomes unmoored. We often don't know which scenes are really happening to Mima, which are in her head, and which are just part of the television show she's performing in. After a brisk 81 minutes, we get a conclusion, but the meaning of that conclusion remains very, mu- very much up to interpretation and to argument. The most overt theme of this movie is identity. We are shown a host of doubles and doppelgangers, potential Mimas and imitation Mimas. These pairs include pop idol Mima and actress Mima, Mima as experienced by fans versus Mima as she experiences her own real life, Mima the actress and the character that Mima plays on Double Bind. Real Mima and the Mima that exists on the Mima's World website. Even Mima's manager, Rumi, who was once a pop idol herself, presents an image of an alternate Mima, one who never tried to make this transition to acting. Plus, many more, including some way too spoilery to include in a review like this. So, who would enjoy watching Perfect Blue? It would have to be a viewer who isn't overly disturbed by graphic content, including violence both gruesome and intimate. It gets pretty dark. Fans of psychological dramas like those by director Darren Aronofsky, as his movies Requiem for a Dream and The Black Swan were very specifically influenced by Perfect Blue. Watch this movie if you're a fan of David Lynch, particularly the underrated second season of Twin Peaks, which plays a similar trick with a show within the show reflecting and commenting on the outer narrative. And finally, any mature viewer wanted to see one of the masterpieces of the anime art form. I found Perfect Blue to be one hell of a ride, and I hope that some of you take that ride as well. As always, feel free to contact me in the usual ways with suggestions for any other movies or shows that you think I should check out. And now I'll send you back to Jim and Luke and the stories that probably won't even make you question your own grip on reality. Welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast. This is a Manga Monday. I'm here with my man Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? We're going to continue the bangers. Banger. Banger. <laughs> We're going to continue here with 
an old school deal, right? I a mean, classic. it is it is a classic. There you go. Sing Speaking it. of classics, but it is a banger. Yes. Maybe it is something that we it's think quick. that Mark may have suggested at one point. And oh. If he didn't. He probably did anyway somewhere. He's going to let us know anyway, isn't he? This ends up up really being something that I think would be a Mark pick. Oh, yeah. And even with that, it's still a banger. There you go. Right. I mean, really. uh, But, yeah, it's what I believe is Ranma half. I've heard somebody once say, Ranma one, two. Who said that? And that was you. Oh, no. But you said it like, in a weird way that I thought does no better or whatnot. Again, I'm sure Mark will let us know. But also, they have the Ranma half two in one edition. Is oh, where I'm getting this from. That makes it more So that throws it, it more. It's one right? two two one. Oh yeah. no, Hunter X Hunter Spy oh, X Family geez. one two two one Ranma. Yes. It's all swirling around, and this is why I can tell. That people don't look at us as any sort of authority. <laughs> like, these guys don't know. You know what we do know? We know if something is a banger, right? Yes. And this is classic. Because, Certified. again, it is something. And usually what we go with classics, I know of it already. And have oh. actually seen possibly some of the anime oh. back in the day. And that's what this is. So, we're going to get into this again. It is around the half the chapter one. And give me some information on Aranma. Yeah, so this is written and drawn by the Rumiko's Takahashi, which is a pretty big name in the manga world, apparently. That's what they say down in the malt shop. I don't know. I heard them say that one time. I don't know the name you just said, but I know that they say that. <laughs> First published in the weekly show on Sundays, which it's, that's one of the ones that's in Viz's library. So that's why we got Viz publishing this. Well, first published from August 1987 to March 1996 for a total of 38 volumes published in the West by Viz Media in these two-in-one fancy-pantsy editions, as we were saying. Uh, adapt now. Here's where you come in. Adapted into two anime series. One of them was 1989 and another one all the way to 1992. And 12 OVAs, uh, original video animations. And three animated movies. And then on top of that, a 2011 live-action adaptation, which isn't a stage play, but it'll do in a pinch, I suppose. Yeah, it will. Now, with that, I know for a fact, and okay. it'd be a funny video, if I went right now and just started rooting through the bins and stuff I have down here in the basement, oh, you're gonna in the have Black Mike studio, oh, I'd have more than that. Oh. I, I guarantee you that I probably have at least 10 to 12 video cassettes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know I do. I've seen them uh, randomly. As I've gone through some things, now, are these, but are these like black market? Uh, no, these are legit, oh. legit deal. And again, when I used to get legit stuff on VHS back in the day, what would drive me nuts is the idea that some of them were twenty, thirty dollars a pop mm. and had like two episodes. There, there was a lot of <laughs> sus uh, sus. packaging. And so when I ended up like hearing, oh my god, they're going to do you know DVDs now, they're going and. I was so excited. Still didn't give me what I really needed, like no. a lot. But some of those, is, that's what drove me to a little bit of the black market, though. Ooh. I have to tell you that I had to get some. But a lot of the other things, too, were that there weren't available subtitles mm-hmm. or anything. Mm-hmm. So, But Rama, I actually have legit bought deals. Not all that I watched. I ended up having more probably than I actually watched, which really? was very common with me. Yeah. Oh. I, I would just buy things. I'm more of a collector than a viewer. Oh, collector. Uh, but, yeah, a collector. Uh, 
But yeah, I had a bunch of Rama half. Again, I should remember if it's that's one two one but, two. Hey, yeah, one two one two. Check check. Mike Mike. Uh, anything else? Uh, here's the thing. There's a pedigree with this. We have the manga has sold over 55 million copies. Uh, and is said to be one of the first big series to gain popularity in the West. Even one Jim Werner used to buy the cassettes. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so I that's heard pretty big deal. And yeah, I never owned a, any of the manga or anything like no. that uh, at that point. Um, but I did have, and I, at, back then it was a little more of an easier entry in with the animes than the manga. I guess okay. it still is nowadays, but especially back then. Uh, I was able to go, if anybody remembers, Suncoast Video in the States. That was a place that would be in malls and things, and they had anime. At a a point, I could not find a lot of places that had manga. Eventually, getting it at like a um, Borders or a uh, Barnes & Noble. Barnes & Noble. Eventually started, but they didn't carry everything. Uh, Though I did have a Borders that was near my house that ended up having a really big, Manga, even like right, I remember it was like all in one shelf. It was manga and role playing game stuff, oh. but I was more I was more into the anime at that point. Oh. So, uh, you ready to jump into this? Yeah, that's roll. Here it is. It is chapter one. Here's Ranma. This is going to be very quick. What you end nice. up having is a little postcard with I don't know. It seems very sus writing Japan. Toby, <laughs> that that writing does not look great, right? <laughs> I mean, did again, somebody, though, like, is that did somebody have to letter that? Like, do you think they had to get like the, the three-year-old pure font? art? Maybe. I mean, if you're gonna sit here and you're thinking of the idea that you're getting this possibly being written at the time by a panda, I can go with it. it makes but sense. it is it is an older guy who's supposed to be sending this to Mister Tendo, oh. who ends up not Nintendo. It'd be funny if his first name was Nin, but. He ends up getting this card. If you look, the postcard is of a panda on brand. And yep, yep, on brand. And the idea that the Ranma's coming. He says Ranma's coming. And the big thing is the Satomi family. He is friends with the father, and he has promised to have his son Ranma married off to one of his three daughters. And so you're going to go with there, and you have a nice little deal with. Part one, here's Ronman. You get this spread page deal. If you really are paying attention here, we should have been alerted to a thing of the idea that who is that? Because that's a girl with the panda. But we don't really, we don't know what's going on at this point. And the thing that plays out well, at least in a way, is that I always have problems. I mean, anytime a boy shows up in any of the new manga that we Uh, read, I'm like, man, how about that girl? And you're like, that's a dude. I'm like, oh, well. Did it again. And so in this, you play with that. But when you end up having Rama show up, me and you are both confused to what they were saying. At first, I got but very confused. And I know that's the point, but like that. Yeah, I, it is the point. This uh, you get through before loop. So you, you start off in the Tendo Dojo where you end up having Mr. Tendo have his three daughters. He gets this card and he's starting to yell, Kasumi, Nabiki, Akani. And he wants his daughters to come. He can end up, he finds... Kasumi and Nabiki right away because they're kind of doing, I guess you could say, girly things. They're reading I mean, and making the yeah, water Reading and cutting watermelon, <laughs> but they're there. They're doing their thing. I, I just get that Nabiki, she's got a popsicle in her mouth. She's kicking her feet back and possibly reading manga or the telephone book. I'm not sure, but Banger. she's Yellow there pins. reading. 
I just like that. Kasumi is just cutting watermelon. Well, you end up having a Connie. She is out. She's not at the house. She comes back really quick. And I love the, the progression here. Because you end up, she's out jogging. She's like a modern-day rock. She's out jogging around, right? And then she gets into the dojo, and I swear to God, never stops motion. She just runs. As she's running, throws her clothes off. As she's grabbing her gi, puts it on, and then karate chops aboard. I mean, this is all, I think, in one shot. Like when they make those one-shot videos. I guess. I mean, it's like one of those, like, you have the thing at our in our town. We have a park, and oh, yeah. there is a like a, a jogging track or a bike track, whatever. But then there's all these stations alongside. So you run a little, and then you do the pull ups, and then you run a little more, and they're there. This seems like this is like the exclamation point at the end of her workout, where she comes in, has to change on the fly, and karate chop, and then up karate chop station. Yeah, if you look, she doesn't just karate chop the board either. She karate chops the cinder blocks as well. (laughs) She completely destroys them. And so you end up having her one sister come in and say, this is why the boys don't like you. You're a weirdo. They say you're weird. And she says, who needs the boys anyway? Girls just want to karate chop is what I say. And that's what she and you, you do get that idea of that, that she is a little more. You know, thinking free thinkers. She's mm-hmm. not going to go with tradition. She she's not going to do that. And no, and and again, I think that the other girls are a little taken aback by that, but not as much as her. No, like she does not want it, which goes hand in hand with what we find out with Rama a little bit. Also, the idea that she doesn't really care for boys. Oh, so let's see where that goes. Oh. That means even more than we think. But at least she's not like. I need to get a husband. I need to get a boy. The other no, two very, seem to like, be for the time, uh, and like I'm not saying like get woke Jim either, but pretty progressive, you know, for the time. Yeah, and, and you even get this kind of a, a Mulan type vibe oh. to the idea that they're supposed to just be the girls and do the girl things, but she likes the karate at the dojo. But yeah, the big thing about this though is that Ranma. Is going to be one of their fiancés. they like, we don't even know him. What's going on? Oh, he's the son of a very good friend of mine. But the big thing is, is that if we marry you off, then we can end up having the Tendo legacy go because we'll be able to take over the dojo and money stuff monies. like that. And it is this arranged marriage. It's supposed to have them, you know, up their scale a bit and get stuff like that. But you end up saying, well, if we're going to marry him, Dad, we we never met him. What's going on? You know, we can't just say. He goes, oh, it's fine that they're coming here. They're they're going to be arriving soon. And you get this weird scene because it, this must just happen right down the street, right? Because you end up having what looks like, I mean, you can eventually see now as we go through, but it is a girl. I didn't realize that at the beginning, but it is a girl being chased by a panda. Down the street yes. Now one of my problems here is that idea Where there's some people looking But this is the first chapter Of a manga And manga sometimes will have a panda Chasing a girl ninja like, Down the, the street you know I mean? normal Yeah street? that's my like, problem Does this happen all the time? What's happening here? And when that's happening though You do end up And if you see We don't get much of the progression But you do end up seeing Splashing water yes. As we first see 
what is a girl, but is Ranma and this panda. So what is the deal? And this is the biggest put, puddle in the whole well, city. Exactly. And you could put two and two together at one point as this is not how the scene started out. It started out with grandpa, old guy chasing and not even grandpa, just old guy chasing his son. Mm-hmm. They hit the puddles, they switch. And now everybody's like, oh, look at them. There's a panda chasing a girl. And, and so there's a fight on. I mean, mm-hmm. the panda and this girl are fighting. And one guy just says, say, is that a panda? Like, it's not that over the top out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Scenes. I mean, I'm not just going to say, hey, is is that a panda? If, if a panda's chasing a girl in a gate down my street, I'm just closing the door. I'm I'm like, keep and, on and maybe, I Maybe keep on walking. I'm going right to the drugstore. I might get myself a drug test. I'll like, have I don't to see what's going on oh, here. Boy. Yeah. So with that, you end up where... This girl's like, you're moved. This sucks. I'm not going to marry somebody. You can't pick my fiance. So at that point, that connects them with, you know, the Tendo family. Mm-hmm. The, the, mm-hmm. So, but how? Because you sit there and go, okay, there's a girl here. Is this? And, and the girl part, and I guess, I guess you can see pretty easily here. But the idea, what threw me off not realizing it was a girl was the idea that usually you don't have the guy yelling at. No. You usually don't have a guy like, oh, what are you doing? I mean, usually the guy's are like, thank God somebody's hooking me up because I ain't much of a looker. Uh, you know, that would be me. I'd be like, at least I don't have to work it at that point. But, you know, I'm going back to China. Suck on that old man. <laughs> and then just kind of turns around, gets the bags and starts walking away. Well, the panda, he wakes up and just, I mean, get woke, ends up just leveling this girl. And then just grabs her and puts her over the shoulder. People now, again, like, now it's, I mean, the weird thing is not the panda being, like, that doesn't seem to weird them out. It's that the panda's doing kung fu and then ends up grabbing a girl and puts her over the shoulders. Now they seem to be like, what's going on here? What happened? And the panda starts growling and they just look the other way and go, (laughs) just pretty much allowing what might be dinner for the panda. They they have just... Yeah, they've just turned their heads thinking maybe that this panda is now going to go eat this girl. But, hey, they don't know her. So they it don't is what care. it is. But you do play that idea of, OK, I'm going back to China. We got all these things going on. But you are kind of in this part like, what the heck is going on? But mm-hmm. I don't mind it. It's just that you're kind of confused. And I'll tell you, the art is kind of that weird deal where it's classic. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's dated. It, it's classic. but. It's not bad. Like for it, what it is, it's not. And like it is that kind of old style, but yeah, it's the old style. It still flows pretty well, and I, I didn't, I didn't have any problems following it at all. That's the know? biggest thing I was gonna say when you go through this, and, and I'm saying old school is in. It even looks like if you ever watch Speed Racer, like you know the anime <laughs> stuff and Whoa. things, it has that look. So, but but the big thing is, I was never confused, so it no. never became an issue. I'm just looking at it now and just like. Yeah, you know, it has that old kind of look, but because it's so straightforward and, and the art ends up being easy to follow, you never have a reason to sit there and, and kind of say, whoa, this art's weird. Like, you know what I mean? It's not trying to overly impress you. It's just telling the story, and I appreciate that. With that, though, you end up where, you know, the, the panda ends up getting this girl and walks away possibly to eat her. But then we go back to the Tendo Dojo, and... Talking a little bit about the dad still telling the girls about Rama. Him and his son have been on a journey. 
They made the trek to China, all this. We already heard that girls say, I'm going to go back to China. So you pretty much, you don't have a lot going on here. You so you have to just figure. But the two and two is like, is that Raman, the, the panda is the guy? Like, it's the get... one, two. Oh, my goodness. So they're uh, all right. And you end up having, again, some of the girls, the other two girls are like, oh, my God, this is great. Nabiki. And because but you end up having a Connie's like, go back to China. <laughs> Jerk. Like, doesn't even need, doesn't even constant. want. Yeah, doesn't even want to meet Ramas like no. already. Like, no. And then, you know, you continue, hey, uh, Dad, what kind of guy is this Rama like? Well, what's he like, Dad? Was you know, the cute? person that you're going to make us get married. I mean, oh. it, does, is, is he handsy? Does he, you know, I don't know. Is he sus? And he's like, I have no idea. I've never met him. What? You have no idea. You never met him. Nope, never did. And then you just hear a fight outside the dojo. And like, let go, you old fool, let me in. And they go, oh, my God, what? This must be Ranma. Let's go answer the door. Oh, my God, we have visitors. This is going to be great. Let, let's make ourselves. And you see the girls kind of trying to make themselves look better, at least oh. too. And they go. And as they answer the door, there's a bunch of hubbub. And they come running back. You end up the dad. They're, <laughs> they're running back because, again, a panda has just arrived with somebody across the shoulder. And but they the girls play it up like. Is that your friend, Dad? I mean, is that panda your friend? And and then the oh yeah, every time, every day, the panda just comes and visits with the thing, and they're all like all out of sorts. But you end up having the panda just place this person that it had over again. Me and you, the first time reading, we didn't realize that that was a girl. Mm-hmm. We just thought it was Rama, the boy. Puts down and hey, uh, you wouldn't happen to be, and then you have you know very shy. Oh, I'm Rama. Tommy. Sorry about this. And the blush should have given it away. Yeah, know yeah. Well, the, the girls blush. are like, oh, my God, he's so cute. This is great. Oh, hey. And the dad goes running and says, oh, my God, finally, at last, I get to meet you. This is so good of you to come. Oh, wait a minute. Why do you have boobs? And then the girls are just like, what's going on, Dad? This is a girl. This isn't a son. Why oh. did your friend say he, he had a son? And where's your friend? There's a panda here with a girl. Like, so crazy. The dad has a breakdown, right? I mean, he is completely done. He is laying on the ground, crying, bedridden, laying in the middle of the the floor. Still with a girl and a panda there. (laughs) You don't know what's going on. So you end up where, oh, my God, dad, he's so disappointed. This is not going to work out. How come we were supposed to have a fiance? This is a girl with a panda dad. I don't understand. And then they end up, you know, pretty much calling him out. This is all your fault. And ends up saying to the dad, their dad, it's all your fault. You didn't check in on things. I mean, you had no idea. You you done messed up that. Now, again, I mean, he could just say, just back to the drawing board. I don't know many other pandas, but we go. And he says, he said he had a son. Now, with that, does the dad know that the the, the other guy that, that he turns into a panda? Because oh, why there's doesn't no the panda stay. If they, like, if if they know, that they like, better get like, that thing bamboo. Those things get know? mean, right? Like, so, he, he could get fierce with their a, I say mean. I think I'm more thinking of like uh uh, koala bears. <laughs> I don't want to mess with no panda. Well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with any of that. So says, hey, do you see a son here? Oh, my God, what's going on? They're telling, hey, stop. 
stop being mean. You get a Connie who then just out of nowhere, because she doesn't care, she doesn't fiance, schmiance, she says, or Beyonce, I don't know. Oh. She ends up saying, hey, uh, girly, you, you, and Ron, you, you want to you wanna go, I'm a Connie, you want to go train, you want to go spar, you want to beat the crap out of you? And yeah, I guess, and they go into their little area, and you have a Connie say, do you know Kenpo? Yeah, kind of a little. I guess I can do some things. And it's kind of fun because you end up where Akani then attacks and even says, we could be friends. And they starts attacking and Ranma just keeps jumping out of the way, can evade anything. I mean, he is the real elusive samurai. Elusive samurai. I mean, he's doing splits. He's Jean-Claude Van Damming this thing. Whoa. And then ends up where Akani's like, why don't you attack me? Swing at me. Nah, I'm just going to avoid things. Gets a little Matrix-esque at one point, too. <laughs> Also, I will say that at one point, I think it might say doo 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 doo. It actually says da 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 da. Yeah, you end up like, come on, let's do this for real. And you do end up having a classic, it's, it's like a classic kung fu movie deal where the big scene would be like an old master and you go to punch and then they jump up and land on your arm and Whoa. they kick you right in the chops, stuff like that. But you end up where Rama is able to just jump out of the way. And funny is putting holes in the walls trying to hit and it's okay i mean and, and it's kind of goofy he's laughing he did you he, think like after they did like this because she does like the little points with the finger i thought, like, thought that it was, was going to willy oh no i thought it was going to be like the i know the one place on the back oh of yeah it was gonna go and all out. of a sudden she's there on the ground peeing her pants that'd be great yeah that'd be funny i actually thought it was the wet willy even uh, worse yeah just laughing and like, oh my god! And then they both start laughing, but you see Akani, it's like real nervous laughter with, that, with all that sweat. <laughs> um, but yeah, it says you're pretty good, and I'm glad you're just a girl. And like, what? What? What do you mean? Well, I I would hate to lose to a boy. Oh. And so, okay, there you go. Then out of there, you see that the panda is taking a, a little hot spring. That's very big because the next thing we're gonna see is. The old guy being just the old guy now. This is him reverting back. We still don't know the rules. You have to figure things out in this first chapter pretty much. But you end up where there's the panda. And then all of a sudden we see the two friends both crying. I mean, these guys are emotional fellas here. I don't know why they're crying now. That's what I don't get. I don't know. I guess the idea that I I get that the the guy Rama's that is like I wanted to get rid of him before they figured out what was really going on I need to get rid of this kid and uh yeah at one point they're even the girls are you know getting some beers together and stuff looks okay they're cooking it up oh and you end up like hey Kasumi who's that old guy Uh, that seems really you know Rama's dad I don't know they're like what happened to that freaking panda um but they ended up because of this bath so you end up then where Kani, hey, uh, Rama, you want to take a bath? Uh, well, I don't know. Well, yeah, you should. You're all sweaty and smell it. You smell like crap. Get in there. Oh, Go geez. do that. You're sweaty from your workout. And he goes in. She goes in. And then even has the point of saying, I guess they might as well find out the secret of what goes on. Now, Ooh. never thought this was going to be this sus. Yeah. I really get uh, sus today. Yeah, I mean, they're nude. You see boobs. And Uh-oh. Boob, you, you see more boob than you do even in Aikeshi Triangle. Hey, because Aikeshi is slipping compared yeah, to this. Aikeshi ends up being like, you don't have the nipple. This Damn. has everything, right? So you end up where the girls are getting wet. Oh, it's cold. What do I do? 
goes into the odd springs, but then Akani wants to go and take a bath and shower herself. Goes in at the point, maybe thinking, well, gals can do the hot springs together, <laughs> right? And when she goes in, there is a nude boy in that. You Uh-oh. obviously can tell that this would be Ranma just because it's similar look. You know, you end up, and plus, we, we know the progression. Mm-hmm. So with that, it's like, what the heck's going on? But also, I just have to say that she is nude as well. Everybody's sus. Oh. At least you don't see his berries, his <laughs> twig and berries. He gets out and like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. And he goes running off, gets a towel and goes running off. Now, she is pissed and freaks out. And it's like, ah, comes running out. Get me a big rock. I'm going to kill this dude. And they're like, what's going on? There's a pervert in the bathroom. There's a boy in the bathroom. Oh, my God. I'm going to do this. She has this huge giant, like it's from like a display deal. Even like a fountain thing. Right? Yeah. And then they're like, why don't you just use your hands? You're pretty tough. I don't know. I'm afraid. And so she ends up yelling all this. And then you have, that's odd. Ranma was just in the bath. Uh, what? Who? Who? And then you turn and out comes Rama, who is now a boy wearing kind of the same outfit. But he's like, hey, uh, I'm Rama uh, Seotome. Sorry about this. And you end up like, oh, what's going on? Whoa. We'll have to go. And in this preview, you do get the beginning of the second chapter, which it, I, I actually don't mind that because it has the part two Rama's secret. But you get that in this preview. You do end up at least being told before the preview ends that indeed that guy is, you know, the the guy and Rama's dad. So you can kind of get a little bit of that. But yeah, the big thing is that when they get wet, they turn into different things. How is this going to work? How are you going to make it work? And and the first chapter, again, it's that classic feel. It's not it's not doing great character work. It's a situation. it's the situation, and that's what it is, and it does it well. I mean, this first chapter, I'm not going to say it's the greatest thing I ever read, but I never checked the page count. It reads real quick. Real quick. And you kind of get this deal where everything, like the art, as we said, nothing's there in, in what is kind of a, a twist. It's not there to trip you up, though. It's not there to be a mystery for 10 no. chapters. It's there... So that you get the hijinks and the hilarity of, oh, my God. And, again, back in the day, now we're sitting here and we've mentioned Ayakeshi, which is kind of a funny deal with a gender swap. This just has it set in that it can go back and forth with the the water. So it is. But it's still, that is a, a cool concept, especially from back then. And the idea that the guy's trying to desperately, like, i got to get this guy out of my hair. But he's got to be a guy. And with that, though, you would have expected panda dad to be a little more forward thinking and maybe throw him in a lake before they get there get him back to being a boy before you then get to the house and maybe make it so you're not a panda but he didn't do that no there but it's okay (laughs) again i i can say whatever but i think uh that is pretty good it's nothing that's gonna blow your mind but it's pretty good it obviously it has a lot of fans and, and okay, has a lot of things going on. But what would you give it? Uh, I'll go over about like I'm thinking 7.5 for this. Yeah, I'm going to go think... eight. I'm going to go a little more positive okay, just because it is such a classic. But it is it it ends up being one of those chapters, and we always say like 
What does the chapter do? Does it get you? And and I like the way that that cliffhanger just ends up with him coming out saying like, "Hey, I'm Ron." You are pretty intrigued to read so, on yeah. after yeah, that. Yeah, you want to keep going yeah. in that way. I mean, it's not something that I'm going to say. I'm like, man, this is my thing now. But you no. are intrigued to be like, what the heck's going on? But in a way that's not like overly confusing. Like, I need to read the next chapter so I I know what the hell's going no. on here. It's more like you said, the intrigue of it and to see how it's explained. And how you got there, how they got what looks like a curse, things like that. Again, reading it now, most people may have already heard what the you know the deal is. What but even so, is. it plays with the tropes uh, of the manga. So the like humor you said, is pretty good as well. Like uh, with the like with the girl, like the her reaction with the big rock, and even just like the dudes crying. Like it's oh yeah, the humor is pretty the quirky. Dad, the dad as well. passing out is pretty funny, <laughs> and and you get. At least Akami, who is uh, against the norm, where she yeah. doesn't like the boys and doesn't want to have a fiance, doesn't want to get married. She's doing her karate chops. So that actually gives you at least the character who looks like will continue on and be one of the focuses with Ranma. You do end up getting most of the character work done with her. And it's done in a very simple, easy way. Ranma, especially coming out at the end as that like really timid, a little shy, so that that's kind of a cool deal. Knowing that, you know, Kami will accept her, but not him. Uh, you know, oh. Ranma. So yeah, you get that. Like, oh, what's this going to do? It feels then? pretty like the the concept is so unique that it still feels kind of fresh. Even, yeah, I, yeah, even yeah. Today. I thought it. I thought it did too. So I, I'm going to go more positive. We really thought this was not going to have a lot. Uh, you know, to talk about it's very quick, and yes. we actually guessed about a half hour. We were right on it about was a big. half hour. So, with that, I'm not going to try to extend anything. It is a banger still. It is one of there the classics. Go. So, with all of that, please go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Also, go to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Weird Science Manga, where you can get a bunch of early access to this show, the Manga Monday Show. And get our exclusive picks of the week show each week on Tuesday. And with that, I'm not even going to ask anybody to make, you know, reviews or rate and review. Oh, Nobody does. I sit wow, there every wow. day. I look. It's one of my most disappointing times of every day where I wake up and I go, somebody's got to at least give First it a thing in the morning. Oh. And I'm like, nope, still 19. Oh. 19. It just it makes fun of me. It's mocking me. Wow, each wow. morning, I'm like, there you go. I just keep Hidden secret, hidden gem is what they want. I don't. There you I don't go. know. But oh. yeah, if you could rate review, just you know, go and do it. I'm, eventually, I'm going to give up and not just to it, make Jim's morning. Yeah, it just depresses me. I'm like, well, I guess people don't care. But with that, that's that. <laughs> we can go with <laughs> that. On a high note. And on a high note, I'm depressed now. Me and you are actually going to go and do our picks of the week show right now. So we have very going into that. Week exclusive to the patreon but thanks everybody and we'll talk to you next monday